What's up, guys? It's Sholem Mighty a.k.a. Miguel Diaz from Cobra Kai. And I'm Jacob Bertrand. I play Hawk. And you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. Thanks, guys. Hello. Have a good one again, guys. Yes. Peace out, dude. This is Luscious Lou, and I listen to the Comic Syndicate. If you love comics, you'll be into what? Listen to the Comic Syndicate. If movies make you contemplate, just science will commentate. Twitter for communication at Comic Syndicate 1. I was drowning in a sea of podcasts, and I found the one I need at long last. Book reviews, the news, and sex facts. It's more than anyone can ask for. The Comic Syndicate Podcast. Ooh, the Comic Syndicate Podcast. Ooh, the Comic Syndicate Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The Comic Syndicate Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Comic, Comic Syndicate. Syndicate. Comic Syndicate. Check them out at thecomicsyndicate.podbean.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And now, here are your hosts, Josias. Welcome to the Comic Syndicate episode 232. I'm your host, Josias, at For the Villain on Twitter, at comic underscore syndicate on Instagram. All right, guys, uh, precursor before everything, uh, this is going to be – I told myself it's going to be a short show. Uh, I have a lot to get through, and it will make sense right now. So let's do it like we normally do. Short show, my ass, dude. Uh, what we spoke about 100 episodes ago, episode 232, I entitled hashtag we don't got limits. Now pay attention to these dates. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm big on numbers, and I'm a stat guy, but – Again, trip out on these dates. Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018 is when I recorded this. Uh, we don't got limits. This week at For the Villain Hits, what we spoke about about 100 episodes ago. Hit some bullet points. Transformers the movie. Rise Against Concert and Mosh Pits. Yes, again. I'm a Mosh Pit guy when I go to concerts. Talks with uh, talks about the new third podcast, The Mixed Sessions. Interview. And I didn't know what to call these. Um, so... I I had plans to meet up some people for an interview, and I'll I'll go into that right now. I I called it on the show the mixed sessions, and then I finally figured out what I wanted to call it. I interviewed two great guests at Cobb's Carnival of Dreams and Madsen Creations. Uh, I dropped their Instagram accounts, but two cats I I got to chat with. Uh, along with deep dives and rabbit holes chat, and then the dope love and overwhelming response uh, we've been getting for the show. So yeah, people were digging on the deep dives and rabbit holes. I love when I put those out. Uh, Alex, you asked me during work this past week, uh, what exactly is your deep dives and rabbit holes podcast? It's a completely different thing. It's not pop culture based. I'm a homework guy, dude. I'm a research guy. I'm a fucking nerd, dude. Um, I'm completely book smart, but I'm well read and things interest me and things fascinate me. So any topic is, I I break down, dude. So, um, I came across, uh, something I was reading about parachuting beavers getting transported out of, um, Boise uh, and getting relocated. And the only way they can relocate these, these beavers was to legit, Throw them from a fucking airplane uh, with bo- in boxes uh, and parachute them out. Uh, nuts shit like that. Um, the art of tipping, the etiquette of tipping. Uh, I break down where the uh, 
the term tipping came from the origination, the origin of where it was established and how it, it dealt mainly with slavery, honestly, dude. Um, the how many people die on a cruise ship uh, is one of them I did. Um, old terms, what they mean, the origination of old terms, like you're dressed to the nines. Where did that come from? Stuff like that is what deep dives and rabbit holes is. So um, it's long winded. But yes, yeah, so I'm going to go into that right now. Uh, but yeah, the love that I, I got back then for the deep dives and rabbit holes was always great. Even when I dropped them sporadically now. You guys still fucking love them. They're about a half an hour podcast, but it's a quick listen and it's water cooler talk and it's like, holy shit. And then if you guys want to call me out on my bullshit, you do the research yourself and and you guys will find out um, exactly what it is. Like um, – what's his name? Griffin – Griffith J. Griffith, the owner of uh, the Griffith Observatory and how he was a fucking sociopath and almost killed his wife. So shit like that, that fascinates me, dude. Um, anyway, so, uh, the love that I always get for those, I, I always appreciate and, uh, just interrupt myself real quick there. You guys wonder why this is going to be a long show, huh? Um, I go into the creepiest urban legends from each state. This is still 100 episodes ago. Then I go into comic talk, comic news, the nun becomes highest grossing conjuring universe film, star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy's contract, Neil Gaiman signs deal with Amazon studios, dark Phoenix news and release date. Sony Venom Rumors, DC Extended Universe, Birds of Prey Chat, Sean Gordon Murphy's new Batman Curse of the White Knight, then finally Rock's Comic Reviews with an old school review of Marvel Comics X-Men number 50 that came out in 1996. From there, so that was October 3rd, (laughs) Uh, Thursday, October 4th, 2018, I dropped The Audio Chronicles, episode 232.1. I entitled this one, The Madsen Files. So the Audio Chronicles is the third podcast I do. Completely different than Deep Dives and now The Comic Syndicate. The Audio Chronicles, and I've interviewed a lot of people before. uh, Actors, actresses, voice actors, um, a lot of cool people. The Impractical Jokers, who was about? I've interviewed a lot of cool fucking people. I've got to meet a lot of cool people. I go to San Diego Comic Con. They sign me up with, uh, with talent. Like, that's what it is. And yes, I'm able to interview these cats. Like Scott Snyder, I've gotten to interview. Uh, Tom King, I've gotten to interview. That's why you hear those in those bumpers and in between shows. Kevin Conroy, I've gotten to interview. Um, so very cool. Uh, Rebecca Romaine and and Jennifer, Jennifer Connolly, her boyfriend, the Connolly dude. What's his fucking name? I drew a blank on him. Anyways, um, even though those are more like pop culture interviews, the Audio Chronicles is more of just a sit down and. I, it's a conversation piece, but finding out and learning about people from every walk of life, really, for the most part. This one in particular, and I'll read this because the day after I dropped the comic syndicate, I dropped the Audio Chronicles, episode 232.1, The Madsen Files. Uh, the comic syndicate, The Audio Chronicles, uh, Madsen Files interview. This week at For the Villain, had the opportunity to interview and chat with the lovely and talented, talented Rachel Madsen as we deep dive into her craft of tailoring. Oh, this is – yes, The Madsen Files. Okay, so this was her. This is Rachel Madsen. Now trip out on this. With the lovely and talented Rachel Madsen as we deep dive into her craft of tailoring, the ins and outs of the industry, a few of her prior jobs that led her to her side – uh, passion project the Car- cornelius cobbs carnival of dreams please find her and follow her on facebook madsen creations um and so her and her friend um i went to go interview them and it's two people 
she's a tailor, but she's a not a dancer. She's a fire breather. I know that sounds terrible, but her and her friends and friends every Halloween time they they set up in I believe it's Fullerton downtown Fullerton, Orange County out here, local to us. They set up a pop up uh, haunted house, I guess for the most part, and there are sword jugglers, sword swallowers. Um, Rachel was a, uh, I just said it, fire breather, um, and fire dancer. So she had those batons that are torches and and so that's what she does and to learn about that and then her craft and how they build these sets and set pieces for this pop-up again, haunted house was fucking cool. Uh, the audio chronicles, I don't get to pull off nearly as much, but those are again, more sit down, just one-on-one talk. And it's me guiding the ship, but letting people talk. And, and, you know, of course I'm going to ask questions and it's just more of a conversation piece with, again, different people from different walks of life. So after that, a few days later, Sunday, October 7th, 2018, um, I put out an episode of deep dives and rabbit holes, episode 232.2. And every time I put out, you know, uh, any of these side uh, podcasts, I always entitle them or, or number them 0.1.2.3. Like that way you guys can know like, okay, it's part of the same week, I guess is the way I look at it as, and it's not the comic syndicate proper. It's a 0.1.2. So that's just the way I break it down. And that's the way I've always um, set it up uh, when I, when I do drop them. This one was episode 232.2, Corporate Cupid, Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes episode, blah, 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 blah. This week, RG Flores and at For the Villain discuss the holiday seasons. Join us as we break down our favorite holidays and why, along with how we feel about current holidays that get too much attention or even those that just might be a tad bit overrated. We take a look uh, and break down holidays in a way hopefully you guys all have as well. And do you guys agree with us or disagree with us? Did we leave something out? We also discuss culturally insensitive holidays and finally go into what makes a holiday a holiday. Then we rock um, which holidays we would add to the calendar. And it's a simple breakdown like that. Like what's your favorite fucking holiday? Um, for the kids, and the, I'm going to answer, uh, but you guys think about it too. Like for my nephews and my nieces is completely Christmas time. Like it's for them, they get presents and I'm a great Christmas shopper. Just about wrapped up my Christmas shopping today, by the way. And I spent a lot of fucking money. Uh, but to see my nephews and, and even my family members, dude, like I, I'm a, I hate giving gift cards out to people. I prefer to give my family, uh, something they know th- that I know they would like. And I'm, I never fucking fail. Like I always fucking hit it out of the park. Um, so for the kids, I see how Christmas would be a great holiday. Now that I'm older, uh, Thanksgiving means the most to me. Like uh, my family gets together. And now without my dad, it means more to me because the family is still together. Um, so that's that's what that episode was. If you guys are ever curious about the, the <laughs> Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes podcast, Go into my library at thecomicsyndicate.podbean.com. I know Spotify, it goes back like maybe 100 episodes ago. Um, Apple Podcasts, I'm not sure because I'm not an Apple guy. But they're not time-sensitive at all. You can listen to those in any particular order, and that's what's cool about them. I still have one in the back burner that I don't know when I'm going to release. Like, uh, Yeah, I, so find those guys. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, like I said, I wonder why this is going to be a long show, huh? 
bullet points and just love. Follow my friends at the Weird Street Podcast with Jacob Medina and his wife, Eva. Great podcast and um, just appreciate Jacob. He's a sweetheart and, and him and his wife together are adorable in that show. Uh, very cool. Kind of very uh, much similar, kind of, but they deal with more horror aspect. Not horror aspect. Horror aspects of um, breaking down ter- certain uh, topics like um, what's his name? The fucking killer, dude. <laughs> Anyways, um, they have great shows, so find them. The Oh No, Not Another One podcast hosted by Surrogate Sinis and Derek Krentz. Find them. Uh, they're great. And my boy, Adam Garza, Hector Cornejo, and Ben Davis on the Comics and Tortillas podcast. If you guys want some more comic talk, go there. All right. <clears throat> Next week, I'm going to record the end of the year best of 2023 show. It's going to be a long fucking show. Uh, this one <laughs> that you're listening to right now was supposed to be a short show. I'm going to move one of those segments from there to here right now. And this is going to be the question of the week for next week as well. And um, it's going to make sense because I'm going to leave two in particular. Like I have a list. Um, but this is probably going to be called the good and the bad. <laughs> that sounds weird already. Uh, so... W- the question of the week that I'm going to drop next week is you, my my friends, my listeners, uh, my audience. I, and I don't want to say listeners, but my audience, my friends, you guys, you ladies, everyone. What is the best compliment you have heard this year? There has to be one thing that stood out to you guys. For me, there were a handful of them. And I'm, again, I'm going to save the last two for next week's show. Um First off, just everyone, more so friends that have told me they appreciate my work ethic, my friends, even my family. And Josiah, you work a lot, and we love that you can still make time to see us. Like, that is a great compliment to to me, like them recognizing my work ethic and knowing that I'm still there for them, even though I'm working two jobs. And even though the side project, this side project, beautiful side project, um, passion project of mine, I'm still able to juggle everything and still make time for the people I care about. And that's just a great, you know, to that people recognize that. Um, <clears throat> the next one's going to be just everyone, um, you guys, that has shared your thoughts, your ideas, your likes, your subscriptions. Um, just sincerely, anyone that has shared anything with the show, on the show. Um, the way you tell me good things about the show, I, I love, um, so that is a huge compliment and I want to thank you guys for that. And, and I want to give you guys the love back and this is all for you guys as well. And all you guys, you guys know who you are. There's a fucking huge list now, guys. This is why this uh, segment had to get axed from, from next week's show. Uh, a great compliment I got from, from my work, from my office. Uh, my manager had called me up out of the blue one day. And ask me, do you have a minute to talk? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking to myself, um, especially after this question, hey, Josiah, how are you doing? And I'm thinking to myself, ah, fuck, what the fuck did I do? It ended up being a great conversation. My manager, I'm not going to drop her name, uh, and just asking me about life. How am I doing? And letting her know you're not working a second job anymore, right? And it it just turned into a talk conversation, like as friends. And I look at my work uh, office coworkers as my family. I've been at the office for 16 years. This is actually year 17 for me now. Gee, 17. And um, I love them. Like my office people are my family. And um, even though I'm not in office with them 100% of the time anymore, I do work from home, still working remotely. 
I still love these people. I will go to bat for them, and, and I know them, and I know their families, and they're lovely people. So to get this, I'm like, fuck, dude, what did I do <laughs> to myself? And then she finally tells me, just as I just want to let you know, uh, we all the managers see how hard you work. I'm surprised you're still working two jobs. And she said, we do appreciate how much work you put into the office and how much you help out everyone. And it's so great having you back in our department again. And it was a great compliment. And the, just hearing that and being recognized by, by your office, by your work is, is great, by your peers for the most part, you know. And um, for the manager, for her to say, okay, well, on top of that, I just want to let you know we're going to give you a, a bonus. Like that one, like just hearing the thank you, it, like we appreciate your work was great. And then the bonus was literally the the, the fucking bonus, the, the cherry on top. Like it was fantastic and sweet and, and I loved it. And it was it was much appreciated, you know. Um, so, so just great all around. Uh, so next one is going to be another compliment. Great compliment I got was, um, from Lenny McLean, dude, this one was just simple and sweet. She says, um, on Facebook, uh, your dad was a great storyteller, huh? I wonder where you get that from. Um, Lynn's been great about telling me a, a lot of times that she says, I'm a great storyteller and I, I believe I am. Uh, I know my dad was a great storyteller. I, I'm a, I'm a talker. Um, and a conversationalist, and I just I, – I believe I can tell a story. So even at my, da- my dad's uh, – you know, his, his funeral, giving his eulogy, um, I, I, I drew a blank up there. I just made bullet points, and I spoke everything from the heart. One of the things that – many things that I, I said or mentioned, I believe, was how great of a storyteller my dad is. And I never cons- compare myself to, to my dad and just – that somebody caught that, you know, that lane, of course, you, you caught it, dude, was was beautiful to me. Um, so thank you. Uh, next one, dude, uh, this happened this past week, uh, Friday night, a few days ago. Uh, the flowers that my friends, my coworkers at the second job, Charlie and Annika, gave um, myself, um, Kevin and Albert, um, flowers. And I don't know why, like she legit likes us and we treat each other well in the kitchen. You know, we really do. And we're pretty tight knit and I do love the brothers. They speak nothing but Spanish and, uh, me, I was going to say interrogating, um, interpreting, you know, for the, for them. I'm, I'm the middle guy. Um, so, uh, the fact, I don't want to say looks, look up to us, but it's mutual respect. And, and that was a sweet gesture and I love them. I, I'm a flower guy. I've had a few, one ex in particular that used to give me flowers all the time, and at 18, 19 years old, I never never looked at it like I was it was it was a machismo thing, you know. Like I was loved getting flowers, and to humanize, it's okay for guys to receive flowers. I don't think it's a bad fucking thing. Um, so it was greatly appreciated, um, and even getting the invite. Uh, honestly, since I'm talking about Charlie. Um, and Annika, like, they had a Friendsgiving, and they invited me to their Friendsgiving. And it was cool. And her brother, Alex, like I just mentioned earlier, she's related to Alex. And it was great to hang out with them. And Jack was there. Kevin and Albert went with me. Um, so it was cool. Um, Charlie's girlfriend was there. Met her. Um, so just a great compliment. So thank you so much again to you guys. Uh, next one's going to be fun and funny and terrible. <laughs> 
This one was beautiful to me and, and odd and fucked up. <laughs> it was a slap in the face. Uh, this happened on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, my nephew, Jacob Vidal Arabello. It happened on Thanksgiving Day again. We were all here at my house. I was hosting 16 people that day, and I was able to pull it off again. Second year in a row, row with that many people, my family. And um, his team is the 49ers. Jonathan, my older brother that passed away four years ago. Was a huge Niners fan. When I was younger, I was a Niners fan, but I grew up in the era of Joe Montana, Mo- Joe Montana sorry, and Jerry Rice. So I have an affinity and love towards them. My team, legit, though, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so this one, I was hosting, I was cooking, I was in the kitchen, I was having beers, yes, but I was jumping conversation to conversation with all my family members around the house and, and patio. So I was everywhere and mingling, you know, just mingling and... My nephew was looking at me because his Niners game was on. He's like, Uncle, can you sit down and watch the game with me? And <laughs> simple, dude. Simple like that. And um, they they ended up having to leave early that day. So Jacob, Jacob, uh, my, my sister, um, his mom, and and his Jacob's, Jacob's sister, Natalia. They had to leave because Natalia was going to spend time with her boyfriend. So they had to leave. Jacob got upset because he was supposed – they were supposed to be here all night. Honestly, and he was bummed out and sad, like heartbroken because he's like, but mom, I wanted to watch the football game with uncle. So I walked them out and Jacob's just heartbroken, dude. And um, Talia's like, can you talk to him? And she wanted to see her boyfriend. I, I get it. And um, she's like, uncle, talk to him. You're his best friend. And he just wants to watch the game with you. Talk to him. And I'm, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, well, okay, that's cute. She's just giving Jacob a hard time. And Jacob's by this point crying, dude. Like he's crying and I feel bad for the kid. And I'm like, sis, uh, you know what, dude? Let him stay. I'll drop him off. He can watch the game with me. Uh, and that's it. It was just some, that simple gesture. He's like, uncle, you, you, don't, you don't mind? No, dude, don't worry, dude. You want to watch the game? We're going to fucking watch this game, kiddo. And um, we're walking back to my apartment and he's like, He's like, you don't mind, Uncle? Dude, kiddo, I got you, dude. Don't worry, dude. And he's like, I just told my mom, and she got mad at me. She's like, and he, Jacob tells me, like, I I just wanted to watch the, my football game with my best. And he, like, stops himself as he's still, you know, wiping his tears away. And he stops himself with my best. The best person I can watch football with is all I wanted, Uncle. Fucking destroyed me. And um, obviously it is. So the way I'm talking about it right now, uh, one of the best compliments I got this this year, dude, and it was my, I know my nephew looks up to me, but just if this one doesn't hurt me next week, I'm going to give you two more and and completely different stories of, of two number one best compliments. Um, so, yeah, guys, back to you all. What is the best compliment you guys have received? Um and again, yeah, this the name of the show is going to be the good and the bad because here's where the turn happens. Just about the end of the year show next week. Uh, best of shows, movies, uh, streaming services, best of the year, uh, anything you guys have, video games of the year. Um, yeah, if you guys have any favorite shows, Please share them. I'm going to be completely busy, and I'm probably not going to add them. I already have a few of them from a bunch of you guys. Um, but yes, jeez, um, here's the turn. 
question of the week now for this week, not next week. Next week, you guys already heard it. This is where the turn happens. Question of the week for episode 320. Ooh, it's 332. Shit talking. Now, how do I want to phrase this properly? Okay, fuck it. Let's just try it like this. I, I know it's happened to all of us, but what is the worst thing that someone has said about you? Uh, with the other person not knowing who you are, the character, the type of person you are. Uh, what's the worst, even if it's been, and trip out on this, your best friend, your siblings, your brother, your sister. Um, I know siblings can say harsh things. Um, even sometimes your mom or your dad, your parents, you know, are susceptible to it too. You know, you would think as that as a kid and adolescent, you know, kids are unaware and they don't quite know this type of effect can have on another kid. So let's say 12 year old fat chubby Josiah, you ugly fat fuck. How, how heartbreaking that can be and the type of person that, that it molded me to be like, it never got me down. You know, of course it got me down, but I mean, I grew thick skin because of it as, as well. But, um, and then you think you would like to think when you get older, wiser and more experienced with life, you would think that, um, Things like that no longer happen because, you know, adults know everything, right? And I'll be the first to tell you, even adults are fucking idiots and don't pay attention and are still completely self-absorbed and self-centered and are just not aware of the things um, that we all need to be aware of like that, you know? So let's not treat people like that. Let's not make up stories about people. Let's not talk shit on people. Let's not talk shit um, on people behind their back. If you have anything to say to someone, tell them to their fucking face. At least do that. Um, I can talk shit, shit galore, dude. I just choose not to go that route unless... Okay, look, that's kind of not true. <laughs> um, if someone talks shit to me and I hear something, I go straight to the fucking source and I call them out on their bullshit. That's just me. Um, and not starting to try... I'm trying to start a fight is what I'm trying to say. Um, but you know, let's get let's get this fucking out into the fucking open, dude. Like if you have enough balls to talk shit to begin with, let's see what you got. Um, and you again, like I said, you would think as adult as adults we shouldn't do that, and it doesn't happen. Guess what? It fucking does, and it's fucking sad and it's pathetic. And sadly, I want to say I don't, but I'm going to make myself look bad, and I don't want to sound hypocritical and a, like a hypocrite at all. We had a DMO. Uh, fuck a few months ago and he fucking sucked um dmo was a dishwasher guy and you know we have a machine that does the dishes but still like homeboy sucked and i would tell the managers like we got to get rid of this dude because he fucking sucks saying it like that no i wasn't talking shit on the dude i had nothing against the dude um i'm a hard fucking worker straight up um so if anyone tells me otherwise, it doesn't affect me at all because I know what I do. That's fine. Um, I can call out people on their work ethic like I can. Uh, so technically I was talking shit on him um, but not in a bad way. More like, dude, we got to get rid of homeboy. Like he's not good at what he does. Um, so that's the closest I've came to it. Like when I talk shit on my family, I'll let them know. Like I don't mean it sound like a dick, dude, but I love you so here's – this weapon I'm going to destroy you with. Um, so yeah, dude, uh, what's the worst thing someone said about you? I have a story for you at the end of the show. This was going to be a long show, I told you guys. All right, we're halfway through the show. I have another hour to go. Uh, give me a few guys, and I will be right back with some uh, comic talk. 
Hey, this is Scott Snyder. I'm writing All-Star Batman uh, this year, and you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. I'm Mitch Gerrans, the artist and sheriff of Babylon. I'm Tom King, the writer of Sheriff of Babylon, and you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. Comic Syndicate. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to the Comics Syndicate. Hi, my name is Brian Bucciolato, and I listen to Comic Syndicate. Hi, this is Chris Michelle, and we're hanging out here at Frank and Sons, and we're having a good time on a Sunday or Saturday afternoon, and uh, you're listening to me live on Comic Syndicate. Hi, this is Brian Michael Bendis, and you are listening to the Comic Syndicate. Comic Talk. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. How awesome was that? I totally dropped the ball there, but you guys know what I mean. Okay, the Easter egg portion. Um, my my past. Um, when I was 22, an, an ex-girlfriend and I, we had a miscarriage. And I talk about that, that depression that I went through at the time, um, a young age. And I turned to, okay, our relationship shattered because of this. Uh, we were both heartbroken. We didn't know how to talk to each other. I was a young kid at 22, and um, and we had a miscarriage. And it, we ended up breaking up because it was too much of a, of a sh- shock and dramatic uh, effect that it had on, on both of us. To the point where um, I'm going to sound bad, uh, but I did record an episode, so this is not news to the old, old listeners. You guys have heard this story before. Um, I went, I started hitting the bottle big time. Um, I started doing drugs. I was taking amb- – like I was on amb- I was doing stupid shit. Um, I was getting into a lot of fights with a lot of people because – I was depressed and I was hurting emotionally and even mentally to the point where I didn't want to – I wanted to feel a different type of pain so I would look for a fight. And I, I, it wasn't right for me to do. I, was a, I became a terrible person uh, to, my, to my family, to my friends, um, to my girlfriend at the time. Uh, I was a terrible person to myself and um, I'm not that person anymore. Um, because of that pocket of time that I was a terrible person for a good two or three years, honestly, honestly, three years, maybe four years, um, that I was just a terrible person. I was a terrible human being. Um, my my past comes back to haunt me sometimes. So when I say people talk shit, um, I'm going to be the first to admit I, I was a terrible person. Um, so anyone that ever wants to say bad things about that particular Josiah, feel free to do so. I'll be the first one to back you up. That, that guy was a piece of shit. He was a terrible, terrible human being. Um, so when people bring up my past like that, like you're just this person, it's like, fuck me, dude, like friends and, and family, um, loved ones sometimes try to use the past, uh, to make themselves feel better sometimes. And, and the person I am now, I can completely look at that person and I learned so much from that version of Josias, um, to the point now where I'm, I'm completely night and day compared to that, that terrible person. I can still be an asshole. I can still be a jerk. Yes. Um, I kind of use my powers for for good now. (laughs) Sounds terrible, but it's true. Uh, I mean, it's completely true. Um, so rumors and hearsay, um, 
another girlfriend uh happened to we had broken up and she was telling her friends all, all our friends we all used to work together that i i hit her and um and this was a complete lie and fabrication like i grew up <clears throat> picking on my sisters yes but um i grew up you never hold you never raise a hand at a woman or or a girl you, you don't you get your ass kicked by a, a girl a female and you don't fight back. Now, if it's an army of bitches, then fuck me. I'm I'm gonna fucking throw fucking hooks. And it sounds terrible, but if it's a horde of psycho bitches that are trying to claw me, they're gonna get fucking clocked, dude. Like it's gonna happen. Uh, and I'm I'm sorry, guys. Um, and I don't mean it to sound that way, but you, you don't, you know. Besides that single, <laughs> I'm gonna get my ass kicked by two, three. I'll, I'll take the bullet. Okay, I'll get my ass kicked. And it was this girlfriend at the time, um, and then she told this rumor in particular, and my best friends that were working with, working with me at the time. My best friend Pablo had the balls to fucking tell me. Um, even my, my girlfriend's best friend, a female, hit, had hit me up, and she's like – and my best friend Pablo, you know, these two people hit me up separately on the side. It's like, Josias, I know you, man. Um, she said and she told everyone at work you you used to hit her. And I'm like, what the fuck did – I'm like, no, no, I would never hit her. My best friend, he's like, I know you, dude. Like there's no way you could. And he's like, you know, you can tell me. I'm like, yeah, but you know me, dude. Like I'm not that fucking person. E even though I'm, I'm bad to myself, I'll get into fights, bar fights, legit bar fights, five dudes against me. But I would never hit my girlfriend. Or family members, like even raising my nephews and nieces now. Um, my discipline is, is with words, you know. So – and again, the past can can come up and bite you in the ass sometimes. Um, so that was something – that was shit talking I got a long time ago. Um, I don't know why I shirt that much and I guess it's the ender precursor shit. Um, but I'm always going to be transparent with you guys. Um, I, I love doing this and it's – for the past fucking 10 years, it's been therapy for me. Like, it really is. I'm able to talk, and in talking about these things, you guys share your guys' stories. And I open up a lot of closets from my past that I don't ever think to open up ever, um, that I thought I locked away the key, you know, a, a long time ago. And to open up those doors now and to reflect and self-reflect um, is interesting. But again, it's fucking therapy for me i mean so i hope you guys like it um and i i hope you guys enjoy this short show i love you guys uh next week again is a love letter to you guys um, i put on a lot of work in it and I, I hope it goes well and i'm pretty sure when i fuck up you guys will let me know all right i love you guys i will catch you guys next week peace out